All right. Wow, what a beautiful, beautiful morning. I love the rain too. I love it. I love it. I love it until I don't like it anymore. And then I want the sun back, you know, right? Isn't that how we are? Yeah, that's good though. It's good. It's good. Um, right after, I know this was already mentioned, but I, I want to say it with a different voice. And sometimes that helps. Uh, right after the service in, in the prayer room, uh, at prayer house, we will have a meeting for Fiji. Uh, we're going to talk about that in a moment, but uh, this is an amazing trip. You will see more miracles on this trip than you've ever seen in your lifetime. I'll tell you, it just happens there. Uh, there's such faith in the atmosphere, and we have seen more dramatic miracles than anywhere in the world, I think. We've probably seen some pretty good-sized ones in India and a couple other places, and right here. But um, we'll see, the bl- we've seen the blind eyes opened. We've deaf ears, little boys that were born deaf and mute, both could hear and speak, two of them. So you will see that happen there, and we're going after that to really stir that gift up again in that nation. So I would encourage you, if you're interested at all, if that ignites something in you, you'll also be able to help in the training of, the, of our team there. So if that ignites something, meet us in there uh, right after the service this morning. All right, I'd like to introduce Mark. Mark Crawford's with us this morning. Come on, Mark. It's good to have Mark back in the house. And we're going to take our war chest offering, but I want to invite him up here to just chat for a moment uh, about what we're given. What, this war chest is designed for uh, helping the school in Fiji kick off their 2024 school year. Now, they're going to be doing schools in the city where the airport is. They're going to be doing a school in the capital city where government officials are going to be participating in this school. So we've had an inroads into the government of Fiji. Uh, they're going to be coming to the school in, in a place called Suva. And then there are schools in Solomon Islands and in uh, Samoa. So this is their year, and so we want to kind of give them a boost financially to help them really get going, to use some of it for scholarships and some of it just the materials that they need for that, some for traveling to those various areas. So this is a time to be generous in our giving. So Mark. Yes. Mark has traveled with me to China. He's traveled with me. We've been together in Philippines, of course. Mark actually opened the Philippines to us. It's because of his ministry there 17 years before we got there. He opened it up for us, and it's wonderful. And he has, he has done a great job, especially during COVID, when he could get to the Philippines, and I can't. He's been uh, overseeing the school there. Really wonderful guy. We love this guy. And then he's been with us in Fiji. Fiji, yeah. Yes. So my question for you, Mark, well, first of all, there's, there's a, one of my favorite quotes by David Livingston is this. The best remedy for a sick church is to put it on a missionary diet. Yep, it's true. How important is it for this church to see beyond their walls mm-hmm. into the nations of the world? Uh, it's very much the calling of the mission. That's why you called the mission. Yep. Um, and in particular, if you think of... Um, the, the nations that God has brought to you, giving you a privilege to have influence in. Of course, Fiji is one of those. Um, and um, if you look at the history of Fiji, 
Um, there's been so much unrest with coups for over a number of years. It's, I think it's the, the, re, the reason of that is because it's a, a key nation in that area. Um, it's very much what we would probably call a hub place in that there are so many things that happen out of Fiji that affect other um, Pacific um, areas. You know, for instance, uh, in the 1600s, there was a Spanish um, um, ship going through there, and the captain of that, a guy called De Quirios, made a, made a declaration over that area, which we in Australia like to claim. Um, and, and he made this declaration, it's like, Terra Australis Espiritu Sanctu, which means Great Southland of the Holy Spirit. So that whole area, that, he was stirred by the Holy Spirit to say, this is an area in the south, right, the deep south, the south, um, in, in which the Holy Spirit wants to do something specific. And I think, yeah. I think yeah. um, you know, Fiji yeah. is that. I, I think it's a, an amazing privilege that you get to have such influence in a nation. Yeah, it really is. I, it really, yeah. I mean, Absolutely. you can hear us talking about it, but I want to just say to you, it's an incredible privilege to be given a nation. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that's true. Maybe you didn't get my accent. Um, I think it's an incredible privilege that God has given to you on a plate. He's given to you and said, yeah. hey, I'll, I'm going to give you influence in a nation that is influential in a whole region. Well, there's a, there's a passage in Psalms that says, ask of me and I will give you mm-hmm. the nations as your inheritance. Yep. We have prayed that for so many years in this church and we've been able to actually see that happen. Yep. So you've been in Fiji with the team. Yep. Is it worth the investment? Oh, absolutely. I mean, you do see things there um, that you just don't get to see in, in other places. Uh, and, and I mean, you know, I, I, I've been there when we ministered to this guy, couldn't see, and his eyes were open, and he blind eyes, you know. Uh, we get to see that in other nations. But um, Fiji, there is something of a hunger. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think when I was last here, I also said that you're going to have influence with the Indians yes. uh, in Fiji. Yeah. Um, and um, I, I think we're heading into the time when that's really going to make a significant difference in that particular yeah. Yeah. Uh, people group in that nation. Yeah, well, the, uh, the Indians make up 45% of the population yep. of Fiji. And there's not really been anyone that's made a, a really good influence into that area. But we really believe that we, uh, we have an anointing for that. Deb actually... Deb actually connected with the prime minister's wife, who was the prime minister at the time, and gave, uh, we were able to give her, through someone else, uh, a packet that had uh, specific prayers in it about the Lord standing with them in times of trouble and that kind of thing. Well, it was not very many months after that that the coup happened and her husband was being held for, uh, I think it's about six or eight weeks, and every day they would take him out, put his gun, a gun to his head, and we're going to kill him. And then they decide not to. She's a Christian. He's a Hindu. But she would call, when they would let them connect, she would read those scriptures to him in prison while he'd be being in prison in this coup. And he would ask her to read those to him. And uh, after following the coup and then the re- changing of the government and that kind of thing, we were over there and uh, the pr- uh, my prime minister's wife came and had tea with Deb. 
Yeah. So that's pretty cool. So we have we have an inroad into that. Yeah. We we want and she's Indian, yeah. so th- we want to really tap that tap into that well that God opened up many years ago and uh, really go after that. The, the present um, the present prime minister is really just opening up uh, some whole new yes. areas of of. Um, a, yeah, he's a Christian. A, yeah, he's a Christian and uh, very much uh, pro some of the things that are taking place. And I think it's. When I was last there, I could feel the difference in the atmosphere, mm-hmm. which was just last year. And um, I, I, th- I think it's making a significant difference. Um, so I think that in this team going, it's it's in right timing. Um, and I, you know, I, I think you can, that the whole team is going to experience some things that we've never seen there before, which would be a catalyst for. Yeah. Um, I, I really start actually thinking it's going to be a catalyst for a revival that's going to hit that nation. If that nation gets hit, you're going to see that right across. Because yep. yep. um, there's so many, yep. so much Christian influence um, in um, you know the yep. Solomons, some of the other nations. Yeah. So the foundation is being laid, and it yep. is it is that. So let's stand up. Let's get ready to give in our war chest offering for the nation of Fiji to uh, stir up. Uh, the things within that nation for this 2024 season of, of schools. You don't look very excited. <laughs> you are excited. Okay, it's like bubbling up inside of you. You can hardly stand yourself. You can hardly take it. You just can't keep your hand out of your wallet. You just can't keep your hand off of your phone. I get it. Okay, you're just quiet. So let's get ready to give. Give, give us some great giving music back there. Al, come on. Come on. Give us some good, good. I want to hear it first. I want to hear it first before we release you. You got it? Not bad. Boost it up. Come on. A little more. Okay. Thank you, Jesus, that we have the opportunity to touch a nation. We bless you in Jesus' name. Come on. Come on and give give in here, you can give online, all that kind of stuff. Music, buddy. Thank you, Al. Get out of hand, huh? All right. Well, it uh, it worked out so well for Mark to be swinging through. He was actually on his way to uh, catch his plane to go home today, uh, and uh, so I asked him just to stay over. And we talked a little bit last week. We had this wonderful. Uh, didn't didn't Michelle do such a great job of taking a huge words and bringing them down to that it was, it was tremendous. So we wanted to follow up on that a little bit and just, uh, just see what God would do through the prophet, uh, in, uh, in, you know, 
letting us know what the, how that word works for us and just that kind of thing and just anything else that's on his heart in that way this morning. So, Mark, really a joy to have you. Thank you so much. We love you. It's, we really uh, do. It's good to be had. Yeah, good to be had. And, and your word has had such an impact on us, uh, so we really appreciate it. I know you wanted to, you wanted to pray. Yeah, so uh, let's pray. <laughs> uh, Father, it is uh, so great to be together. It's so wonderful just to be in a place that there's such a, a corporate expression of your presence. And so, Father, I just want to call the spirits of every person to attention, to be in a place to receive what you want to say, to receive what your spirit is saying, to awaken up, to be awake, to be at attention, to be at a place to receive and call your spirits to attention, to a place that you are able to receive things that you have heard many times, but today right now, would make a significant difference, would make a difference like never before. So we thank you for this time, we thank you for our, our, our time here this morning so far, and everything else that you're going to do in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, I, I just warn you that this may feel a little clumsy this morning, uh, because we, ha- you know, we haven't marked out things to say. We've talked a little bit about some things, but... Um, so, you know, I may, I may take us somewhere that you, you want to go elsewhere. So we'll do that. Okay. Right. Okay. <laughs> I just here to kind of spur things on and we'll see what happens. So, uh, I think one of the, one of the biggest parts of the word that you gave when you were here in last year, yeah, uh, in 23, November, was it October 29th? Oh, yeah. Uh, was that you talked about spring, it's yeah. spring yeah. here. Yep. Uh, so why don't you tell us a little bit more what that uh, okay. feels like, is like. Um, so what I was feeling when I was picking up the word was that uh, God was going to keep you um, out of season for that everybody else was in, but in his season. And I just heard spring, yeah. uh, a spring season. Um, spring season, of, of course, means a number of things. Um, spring is often new life. Um, it's where mm-hmm. things, bad things, come to life after a, a season of dormancy. Um, it's, it's also in the scriptures when you read it, that time and time again it would say the time of spring when kings went to battle. So spring, uh, whilst it in the natural is this place where we're seeing things change, it's also a place of battle. Yeah. yeah. Right, it's a place where you're going after something. Uh, I don't know why they chose spring, but you know, maybe I don't know. But it's in that Weather. season. Weather. Yeah. Mainly. Yeah. They they could they could walk instead of on in the mud. They walk on dry land. Probably. Yeah. Um, probably had they had grass under their feet or something yeah. instead of snow or what. <laughs> yeah. um, and so you know, um, spring spring is also a time when we talk about spring cleaning. Yeah. Right? It's where we decide, okay, there's a whole lot of things that we needed just to, to get rid of. Um, you know, and that it may even happen uh, as well. Uh, in the natural, you know, people saying, okay, uh, we've got a whole lot of sorts of things. Let's, let's pull together and get rid of and let's generate some income to make a difference in another place. 
just yeah. saying. Yeah. Um, and, and so what I was sensing was that you were going to be delightfully stuck in a season. <laughs> delightfully stuck in a season, and that season is a season of spring. Now, the warning is be careful because you could compare that to everybody else. And you could say, wait a minute, we're in spring, but the rest of you are somewhere else. We're out of season or there's something wrong with us. right? And so you should always be careful with comparison, not only because Paul told us you're foolish if you are, but it's the sign of an yeah. orphan. Uh, yeah. right? or- orphans are always into a place of comparing. And, of course, you want to come out of orphanness into sonship, right? Yeah. And so sons so don't have anything to compare. greater than or less than yeah. comparison thing. Yeah, yeah, so that comparison, that other people doing that, it's not us. You know, like, don't go there. Yeah, that's good. That's good news right there. <laughs> yeah, just stop it. Um, for your own benefit, really. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because, you know, it's, it's better to be in agreement with God, right? It's better agreement... In where he says that you go, I mean, you can fight, but you just don't. You're never going to win. Right? You're just going to go through a whole lot of pain that you don't need to go through, because yeah. you'll get to a place where it says, "Ah, oh, now I see," and you've just wasted a whole lot of time. Yeah, you know this 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 season of spring that indicates warfare. Yep, I think might might be good to, for us to touch on that for a little bit yep. more because uh, sometimes we are in warfare and we don't understand why. Right, we're fighting a battle. We don't. Why? Why are we fighting this battle? Mm-hmm. Well, it's the season of warfare, and we we get overwhelmed with the warfare around us or in us. And when we recognize, oh, this is a fight we can win because this is the season to win. Yeah, I, I mean, I think that's, that's pretty good. I'm not the prophet, but I think it's still, it's still pretty good. Well, I, you know, I, it, it doesn't make a lot of difference. It doesn't make a lot of difference when you understand what's going on. Yeah. Right? When you understand, oh, wait a minute, this is God. I, I, I remember early on in ministry, we would uh, put the kids in the car, we'd go off to church, I was preaching or whatever, I sat morning, and, and, uh, and we'd start fighting for no, for over nothing. Like the kids were fighting in the back, and my wife and I would be fighting, and it's, it's, and it's just like, what is going on? Until we realized, oh, wait a minute, it's going to be a good day today. <laughs> and when we said that we disarmed everything because we were identifying yeah, what's going on we right dis- so say that again we disarmed yeah we disarmed right? the, yeah. the stuff that was going on around about us yeah you know we i think sometimes we're so caught up in what is happening um that we don't recognize what's happening it is so astute. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, the, it's the same as um, people don't recognize that, that there are some things that are, is, are obtained from God that are only, like, only able to be obtained in a geographical location. Yeah. I, I think a lot of people have, mis- have not understood that. That's why there's a lot of people that are thinking, well, I can get the same thing by just watching it online. Well, yeah, you can get information, but you right. can't. You, you have to be in a geographical location. That's why when I come to a place like here, I get things 
Mm-hmm. And that's why in renewal, people were taking off Toronto or Brownsville or whatever else. And there's a whole bunch of people saying, why are you going and paying all of that to go to that sort of particular place? Because though there are things that obtained in that geographical location. Yep. Right? So, yep. so when we understand that, then we understand how important it is to be in a place like here on a Sunday because there's some things that are obtained that you can hear about but you can't actually connect with yep. unless you're in the geographical yep. location. Yep. Yeah, you can clap on that one. That's good. It's all good. Yeah. And, and, so, and so, you know, we, we, we know that the principle is that you wage the warfare with the prophetic words. We know the principle is that you wage warfare with prophetic war. You war, yeah. you battle with you prophetic battle. words. So if they're sitting in a place that you've forgotten about, how are you going to wage warfare with it? That's, that's why it, it, it really interests me that you guys are taking that word that I released, right, and other words, and being yeah. very intentional with it, because that's how God builds. He builds. He's an intentional builder. Anyway. That's it. I like it. It's good. <laughs> it's really good. Uh, another thing, uh, unless you want to more, say more on that. No? Yeah. Um, no? I mean, I could talk all morning on it. But I, anyway. Yes, well, I, yeah, that's, that's why I love you. <laughs> One of the, another big thing that you said in this word that you said to me personally before you got here that I think is so important for us to grab hold of because if we don't, we'll simply expect what happened before to happen again. Yep. And that was that we're, we were moving from personality. Oh, uh, yeah. To personality promise. where we had, we had lots of people coming into the house that were high level uh, in, in the nations and in, in the United States. You know, they were gifted people. Uh, recognized, let's put it that way. And they were, they were wonderful people that, that fed into the place. And a lot of the draw at that time was because of those gifted people. Yep. To, but now it's changing. To be honest, I was a little bit scared about saying it. Uh, not, yeah. I, I just didn't want to be misunderstood because I could actually see it and feel it. Um, and so... There was a season in which um, there was a lot of focus on personality. And they were very good, you know. It's actually one of the reasons I'm here. Yeah. I'm sitting here today because of a personality. Right? Um, And so that was very significant. And there was a a lot of great things that were taking place. And I don't want to be misunderstood to say that that was a bad season or whatever, because it wasn't. It was good. But it's very interesting when you understand that God says, okay, that was a great season, but I'm going to take you into a greater season. But it doesn't always look like it's a greater season. Yeah. Right? Because we're comparing back to then. Oh, back to there we had this happening and everybody was talking about and all those sorts of things. Well, that was the, the nature of that season. But it's actually a greater season to be coming into promise. It's actually a greater season that you're coming into promise because it's all about the promises, the promises of God, the promises of things that he has said. And one of the, one of the things that you've got to be careful about is that most of us have a thinking that the further we get away from the promise, 
right? This is good. The further we get away from the promise, we think it's, it's, it's never going to happen. Right? Think of Abraham. So Abraham has this word from God that he's going to be the father of many nations. And he so believes the word that he tries to make it happen. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so I was, I was asking the Lord, how did he last all of those years when everything around about him was, was diminishing? Everything around about him was pointing not to the, to the... And I felt like the Lord saying, because Abraham understood that every day he was moving closer to the fulfillment of the word, not further away from it. Now we have this tendency, oh, I got this word in 2000, but it's 24 years now. It's never going to happen. Getting yes. farther and farther away. I'm from getting it. further and further yeah. away from the release of the no, word. Farther, no. farther, is further. <laughs> Depends further. on if you're in Australia or here. <laughs> Goodness, I know. I know. You butcher the language, and then you. It's a thorn. The, I'm your thorn in the flesh. <laughs> uh, anyway, whatever it is. <laughs> Uh, so, so you're getting further and further, farther and farther, whatever you want to say, <laughs> from from the word. We think that we are getting, you know, like it's never going to happen. 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 Listen, that word was released at that particular point of time for whatever reason, but you're actually getting closer to it. Like you're, you are a whole lot closer to some of the words that have been released over this. You're a whole lot closer to all the debt being paid off in one day. You're a Come whole... On. Come on. Listen, we can take this word back. The very first prophet Deb and I sat with, and he prophesied over with us, he said, the debt will be absolutely eradicated. Now, he said it won't be paid off. It'll be eradicated. It's like it's su- it had a suddenness to it. Yep. And that was 25, yeah, 25 years ago. Yep. And we're just now getting closer and closer to its fulfillment. It's, it's the same with your own words. The only thing, the things that you've got, and you, and you feel like we're getting further and further away. Look, look, you're supposed to step more and more into faith, not more and more into doubt. Right. Right. right? I mean, I've got, I've got them. We've all got words that God said 2000, in 2000 or whatever. Um, and, you know, I mean, I waited 12 years to write my first book. And I thought it was never going to happen because I tried and tried and tried and tried. Yeah. Um, but I didn't lose sight of the word. I was, I was keep looking to the word because the word is most, is you fight with. Yeah. You war with it. You battle with it. Yeah. And this really is a season to go to battle. This, I mean, this is a season to go to battle with. Well, listen, here, here's the deal. You'll either go to battle without purpose or you'll purposely go to battle. You'll have a reason to. You go after things intentionally yep. that God puts in front of you because every giant that faces you is on territory that belongs to you. Yep. Yeah. I mean, you see, I also talked when I was last here about Gideon's 300. Not necessarily a popular word. I hate it. <laughs> very first time, the very first time we met Graham Cook was in a, 
uh, meeting up in uh, Roseville. And uh, he got up and Bill Johnson was in the room. He didn't know us at the time. Bill Johnson was in the room too. And he said, the two of you, the two couples were there. He said, you're experiencing a Gideon's 300. I hated the word because I knew what that meant. What happened to Gideon's army? He won, but he had to wait until it was down to 300. But you see, what that demonstrated was that mm-hmm. God was able to do more with less. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Now, that is supernatural. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And, and that's what he wants to do here. Right. He wants to, he wants to do some supernatural um, things that if you, if you would compare or not contrast or whatever you want to call some of the things that we saw Jesus do with provision, whether it was the feeding of the 5,000, 10, 20,000, probably more like it. And to say, mm-hmm. that was wonderful and great, but what God just did here it sort of piles into insignificance. And so that's, that's part of why God wants you to look from abundance towards lack. Mm-hmm. Right? Because then you are in a place that you can begin to see um, that, that he wants to do some things more than you want it to happen. Right? He, he's he's, he's yeah. looked for instruments of the miraculous in the provision. He's looked for people who would be vessels. And he seems to figure out that this group of people here at the mission are the very people who are the instruments that he wants to use. Now, I'm not saying it's, that it won't happen in another place than it has right. done. Right, that's right. But there's such, a, there's such a congregation of, there's such a grouping together of people whose hearts are yes towards that and therefore yes to what he wants, which is to create a group of people who truly are global. Global? Global. Is that... Australian or no? No, it's a new word for you. It's a, a global group of people, global and local, put together. See, so many people are just talking about one or the other, right? It's global. Yeah. You're a global group of people, so you are going after the things globally, but also locally. It's not one or the other. So, global, global people. And when you when you when you possess something like that, God says, "Oh, that's my heart." Now let me show you the sort of provision that's going to blow your mind. And then nobody can claim it because there's not millions of people or thousands of people who are bringing it in. There's a there's a group of people that bring it in, and right. it's just like, well, this was impossible. Yeah, yeah. But impossibility is just an opinion, right? You're killing me, Mark. You're absolutely killing me. I mean, just—I mean, if you—if you just think about—if you just think about the widow in the Old Testament, yeah, um, who has a debt um, because her husband has died. He's a prophet, right? So she has really the ability to be quite bitter at it because she served mm-hmm. her family, served God, and now mm-hmm. she's left with nothing. And even more so, they're coming to take her sons away mm-hmm. uh, to pay off the debt. And the prophet turns up and says to her, um, what have you got? 
She says, I haven't got anything. Well, I've got this little bit of oil. She says, good. Let's start with that. And says to, to the, the widow, go and say, get your sons. So she sends off her sons to get all the containers. Then she says, then he says this, shut the door. Shut the door. Now, shutting the door is closing off the past. A door is always a transition point from one realm to another. Shut the door, and then she starts to pour, and pour, and pour, and pour, and pour. I, I, that was coming to me today. I think there's going to be those sorts of things where people are saying, God, uh, we want to do this. We want to see this happen, and, but I've only just got this. He said, good, let's start with that. They're the types of things, because God starts with what you've got and then says, now let me add my to it. I mean, when we talk about um, extraordinary, we're talking about something ordinary. It's got a little extra to it, right? Supernatural is the natural with the super, and God's the super. So when he says that his promises are yes and amen, he says yes, you're to say amen. Amen, let it be so. Yep. So see, yep. the, see the partnership? It's always about partnership. It's always about God saying, hey, I want to partner with you. Mm-hmm. So, you, you know, if you have independent te- tendencies, then do something about it. Right? Because it's about relationship. And I, I actually think that we're heading into a time when God expects us to be saying things like, Father, what are we going to do about this? Father, what are we going to do about this? Not what are you going to do, or this is what I want to do, but actually the language, and I think more and more people here are going to be in the place where it's like, okay, Father, what what are we going to do to solve this? What are we going to do to bring this in? What are we going to do to do this? And so it's, it's a place in which you start using those terms. What are we right? It's not heretical, yeah. it's, it's who it is. That's a father and a son saying, what are we going to do? Yeah. Or a daughter. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, I love that. Glocal. Glocal. Write glocal. that down. So Write not that one down. or the other. It's glocal. This, I, I mean, I really feel like God has, has looking backwards and forwards across the earth and found a group of people quite some time ago and says, ah, this is a group of people that I want to do something that demonstrates some things to a whole lot of bunch of people. Right? So, and he found you. And he's been working at it for <laughs> quite a few years because he wants to demonstrate something that's not either or. He wants to demonstrate something yeah. that is the global Well, it's so true. You know, uh, a few weeks ago, we had a pile of rocks back there over here uh, that demonstrated what uh, God had Israel do when they got into the promised land, build, put the rocks there as a reminder. Uh, and then there was a pile of rocks put into the river, too, as a reminder when the days of famine came yep. and the river was way down. They could look at that rock, that pile of rocks and say, the water will come again. And um, I think... It, there's this connection that God is trying to do with us. And it's a connection with what was and what is becoming. So this, this word of glocal 
has been in our it was prophetic word back in 2000 uh, uh, 1999 yep. not 1899 1999 <laughs> and that we we grabbed hold of that and we talk about the fact that we are called uh, locally regionally and globally global is the same thing. So we're, we're, there's a connection. I hope you're catching some of this. There's a connection. That's why we have nation's flags on the wall. It's why that banner out there in the front says, my house shall be a house of prayer for all nations. That there, there's a connection that God is connecting the words right now. This is so exciting to me. He's connecting. He's re- reemphasizing them in different ways using different language. But it's the same. It's essentially the same words. Exciting times. You know, I, I think there's um, there's a significance when when we understand what we're all about. Um, you know, sometimes that we can be in a place where we can hear the vision and can hear the excitement in in leaders, um, and so it should be. But I think that there's something that God is doing and in demonstrating that in, intrinsically you are linked to nations, um, and that together um, you're able to achieve a whole lot more, which is, which is really what team means, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah? Yeah. And, and I think one of the things that the enemy tries to do is to divide a house because he knows the power yeah. of synergy. Right. And no matter how insignificant you feel or how removed you you feel, don't believe the lie that you aren't part of, you know, a a team going to Fiji, for instance, that you are very much a part of the fact that you're not going. Yeah. Right? Because there's a synergy that exists. Um, And God... Um, is wanting to us to understand that not just it's um, something removed, but as we, as you, as you partner with, as you agree with, as you take hold of, as you say yes, um, there's something that will occur that will that will influence the the sphere that you operate within. Right. So yeah. I think I don't think that we fully necessarily understand that. We, we, we minister out of the sphere that we're in, right? The family that we're in, the Make community that, context, that we're in. Yeah. In that context, you get to partake of things that you wouldn't be able to do on your own. That's yeah. what synergy is. Yeah. And so I think there's a synergistic effect that um, is located in here that you get to operate out of. Um, and so you, you, partake of, you partake of things... Yeah, um, you certainly wouldn't do on your own. Well, that really is is the power of team and the power of yep. working together, uh, and we get to do that. We get to do that. You and I get to do that. If you're in this room, you belong in this room. If you're in this room, you came because you're supposed to be here. You're supposed to hear what you're hearing today. And you get to be a part of that. Now, Mark, I know you have a word that, that you uh, felt you, 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 yep. you received on the, on the way over here. Yep. And yep. you were going to release it somewhere 
while you were traveling around the United States, yeah. but it never happened. So you feel like that word's for here this morning? Yeah. Uh, yeah, let's go ahead. Okay. Yeah. So before I was come, before I came here, I asked the Lord, you know, what's, what, what's going on? I had such a battle in doubt and all sorts of things. And so I was just pressing into the Lord saying, okay, what, what's all this trip about? And he told me that he was giving me keys. Um, and I saw two lots of keys. One were individual keys and another was a handful of keys. And so I, th- I thought I was doing a ski retreat in um, Idaho. I thought that the, the ski, that these keys were for those guys at the ski retreat and it wasn't. So I thought, oh, okay. Now I got individual keys and I've released those. And so I, I was having this discussion with the Lord and said, oh, so the keys what to unlock doors or unlock new things. And he said, no, they're not. That's my first thing is, you know, the key unlocks a door. And he says, no, they're not. He said, they're keys of ignition. Mm. Mm, come on, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now, when you get an ignition key, it starts something, right? You put the key in, it starts something, and there's an explosion that takes place that creates power that gets you going, right? Now, I know that we don't necessarily always put keys in the ignition these days. They're sitting there, but it's the same principle. The key still has to be in your pocket. Yeah, it still has to be there. It still ignites. It's still an ignition key. And so I saw this whole thing, and it wasn't until I was in the worship time this morning that the Lord reminded me of that and said, you still have this bunch of keys, a stack of keys, um, and it's for here. For those that want it. You don't have to take it if you don't want it. Yeah, yeah. But if you want it, why don't you put your hand out now in front? Because I've got the keys but there are angels that are going to take it and put it in your hand. Right? They're, these are keys to ignite. They start something. So if you've ever felt you're stuck, if you've ever felt like yeah. there is something that needs to start, it needs to begin, this is the key. Yeah. This is the key. This is the key to start some things that you have wanted but never happened or you've tried and tried and tried and tried and tried. Yeah. Yeah. So right now... But Mark, I I think there there needs to be a more uh, emphatic response to this than just simply holding their hands up. Okay. I think they need to move out of where they are. There needs to be movement. And you just come down here and and Mark's going to pray over you because there's something about actually moving towards something yeah and if and if you don't it's it's no, there's no condemnation whatsoever you stay in your seat it's all right god's doing something else in you that's wonderful but if this triggers in you then that movement is important jesus would say rise up right yep. the only one he didn't tell them to do something specific uh physically was the dead people because they, they couldn't do anything before they got healed, right? Yeah. He just commanded them to rise up. But the others just said, take up your bed and walk. When they did that, they were healed. And so there, there's just something to that, that statement we make when we stand up and move 
into this. I want to say to, before you pray, there's a guy in the audience this morning that uh, has really uh, made a difference, a bigger difference than you know. His name's Gary Munson. He's standing right here. Uh, Gary, uh, Gary was the instrument that allowed Ryan and I to go into China the very first time. He was the guy that arranged it. He was the instrument God used to release something in this church and in us that could never have happened had we not gone there. So thank you, Gary. I just want to say thanks, man. And I want to say it publicly. It's really good to have you here. Really good to have you here. It doesn't surprise me to see this number of people because there's a lot of keys in my hand. Like there, was, there wasn't a shortage of it. It was like I'm holding these keys. Now, I, I would like you to, to picture in your mind, in your thinking, of an actual key being put into your hand. Mark, I so hate to interrupt you again. I, I mean that. But this is like there's a, there's a car out out there that's by a tree that wind is really blowing and the tree is about to blow over on your car it's a honda and it's 8b gc 100 if that's your car i just really encourage you to go and move it like right away it's a honda yeah we'll save your key i promise use your key we don't want got it okay Got it. Great. Thank you. All right. So in your hand. Come on back in. Get your key. Don't don't forget. In, in, your, in your hand is an ignition key. Yeah. Right. It's coming to your hand right now. Right? Yeah. yeah. Holy Spirit's bringing this key, this Thank key you. that is coded to you, for you. Coded. Yeah. It's a key that specifically for you. You can't use this key in somebody else's life. It's just for you. Right? It's specifically, uniquely for you. And you couldn't use it at other times because it's only available from now onwards. So it's coming into your hand. You're receiving it. Do you agree? agree. So this key is now in your possession. It's yours. And it comes with a manual of how to operate it. Right? Specifically. It's what some things haven't worked before, but you've tried. It's why it just hasn't taken place, because it hasn't been the right timing. But now's the timing. Now's the timing. So it's in your hand. It's in your hand. It's in your hand. It's now yours. It's yours. It's yours. It's yours. Thank you, Father. It's yours. It's your key. 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 It's yours. It's yours. 
Jesus. It's the key. The starter's been waiting for the key. Right? The engine's been waiting for the key. The prophetic promise has been waiting for the key. The breakthrough's been waiting for the key. Now you have the key. Now you have the key. Now you've got 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 the key. The key's yours. The key's yours. The key's yours. <laughs> the interesting thing about these keys are they are unique to you. They're unique to you. And you needed to be here today to receive this. It's just those people, sorry to say, that are here right now can receive this. Even if you're listening to it from now, I want to say to you, you have to actually be here to receive this. Sorry to those people that are listening, but you have to be here. Just felt really that strongly right now. So thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, for the key. Thank you, Father, for the key. Thank you for this 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 key. This key. This key. This key. We thank you. We thank you for the key. Activate your faith now and say, start thanking. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, for this key. This key, it's in my hand. I will remember this moment for as long as I live because things begin start. 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 Father, I thank you that this key is also an antidote to weariness. Your word says, do not grow weary in doing good, for in due season, in due season, in due season, uh, Father, we possess the season that we're in, and it destroys, it chases out a weariness that has tried to get us to give up. <laughs> Father, we release insight now. I release insight and understanding and wisdom. Insight, understanding, wisdom exactly now Father God on what to start (laughs) what to ignite what to ignite yes so Father we want to say thank you we want to say what we hold in our hand. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. We value. Yes, we do. What we hold in our hand, we will not let go. What we hold in our hand, Father God, will become very real. And not just something that we said when we went out the front and hold it there and said we received them, but become very real. Manifest itself so real that it's like I've got an actual key in my hand and the fruit of what we ignite 
will happen very, very quickly. that's going to happen in your life where the limitations are going to fall off. Where you're going to start to begin to realize not just because it's a good idea or somebody said it, but you're going to actually start to recognize there's no limitations. There's no limitations. And that understanding is going to come to you. Recognize that God has created you to be an instrument of His miraculous power at work. That you are indeed vessels of promise. Vessels of promise. Brownsville a couple of times, loved it, loved what God was doing there. We went to a couple of other hot spots across the United States. As Mark said, sometimes you just got to go somewhere. And uh, they pray, have prayer lines. Remember those days? Prayer lines? And I stand, you stand there and somebody come praying for you. And boy, people were falling and, and laughing and, and being touched and emotion, their emotions being touched. And I'm saying like, Right? But the thing I did is I knew God was in it. And I took it by faith. And I said, this is mine. And it's not, it's not about the, the manifestations. I'm going to just take it. And I really didn't experience any of those manifestations until I was in a store up in Grass Valley in a little... Celtic store and I read I read a, a family crest that devastated me in the moment and I started shaking and I couldn't hardly stand up in the middle of that store. Yeah. 
And I thought, something's wrong. I'm sick or something. I went outside. I go, oh, I feel better now. And then as soon as I thought of that crest again, I was hit out on the street. God wouldn't do it in a prayer meeting. (laughs) He did it in a store. And then out on the street, I'm hanging on to a light post. Absolutely drunk in the spirit, which I'd never experienced before. And I'm not saying you, that's, that's what you need. But it's, it's taking hold of what the prophet is saying. Don't despise prophecy, right? In other words, don't take it for granted. What you don't fully embrace, you trivialize. And what you trivialize never becomes your possession. So we, we embrace this even if we don't feel anything. Because it's really not about our feelings. It's about the promise and and claiming the promise of God. Otherwise, the promise becomes a miss. Not a promise, but just a miss. We got to grab hold of it. So even if you don't feel anything, take hold of what God is saying by faith. So, so just I wouldn't normally I wouldn't normally be in the states at this time of the year for obvious weather reasons. I mean, it's summer at home and it's the beginning of the year. Um, I uh, I have felt my whole of this whole trip, including today here, was a divine setup from God to be in a place where I wouldn't normally be. And considering that Michelle spoke on this word yeah. that I released last yeah. week. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, and here I here I am to be able to say, this is a bit more about it, and now here's the key. I thought these keys that I just gave you were for these men up the mountain, and it wasn't the case. And so I'd forgotten about that until I was in the worship. The Lord said, now, these are the keys for these people here. So I'm saying that for you to recognize that you engage your faith and say, God, this was a setup. And I receive it. I receive it. And as I go today, I expect for you to give me information and understanding and wisdom on what to do with it. On what to do with it. Yeah. Do you agree? I agree. Uh, thank you, Mark. Bless you. Well, what a joy to be together today, huh? Aren't you glad you came in out of the rain, right? All right. Well, God bless you. Uh, hug on each other. Love on each other. Pray for each other. Before you go, uh, get your children. If you have children over there in the other uh, part of the building, please get your children. God bless you. And if you want, I want to hear about Fiji, come join me in the back room here uh, in about five minutes. Five minutes, we'll be in the back room over here.